the world leader in Internet Talk Radio. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, this is John Gaunt, the host and curator of the Augmented City Podcast, and I'm in Hollywood at the Infinity Festival, which brings together world-class storytellers and technologists to talk about how we weave culture and code. And I'm joined by Christina Heller, who is the CEO of Metastage out of Los Angeles. So, Christina, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me, John. It's a pleasure. Okay, excellent. Let's start with a bit of some background story on Metastage. You know, what, what are some of the basic things you're doing, problems you're solving, and then what is a sp- specific reason why you're here at the Infinity Festival? So Metastage specializes in a new type of capture technology called volumetric video or volumetric capture. And essentially, it, unlike motion capture, where you have to go out and put on a suit and we're just tracking the movements to eventually rig an animated character, with volumetric video, the performer goes out on the stage. We use 106 cameras facing in on them like a globe, and they can go out in their regular plain clothes and what we do is we create a totally authentic three-dimensional asset of whatever happened live on that stage and it can be ported into augmented reality virtual reality or even um, virtual production environments it's, it's, it's a 3d asset essentially okay so effectively they're walking into this sphere <laughs> this spherical shape that has 106 cameras at various angles yes. that are that, that are capturing how do you organize all that stuff in the back it, what do you mean on this, uh, with the software? How does yeah, that yeah, work? Yeah. So, so um, my Metastage is the first U.S. partner for the Microsoft Mixed Reality Capture software, okay. which is a, an incredibly sophisticated software stack that took almost a decade to, to build. Mm. And the way it works is, that, so 53 of those cameras are infrared cameras, and 53 of those cameras are RGB cameras. So they're capturing texture and data and all the visual information. Okay. The infrared is shooting out a bunch of points to get the depth and get the full, you know, accurate representation of the person in space. So this person isn't wearing the suit with the ping pong no, balls. No, you just go out. It's just like action cut. It's really pretty pretty easy on the talent. And so then what ah. happens is a using the software, a point cloud, or sorry, not point cloud, uh, a mesh is derived from the infrared point cloud. And okay. then almost like a paint by numbers uh, with the UV map being the numbers, uh, it tells the software where to place all that visual data on that 3D hologram. Ah, okay. And what you get on the other side, like I said, is a very authentic capture of what happened. It doesn't have that uncanny valley. Right. It has all the, the micro expressions, the nuances and subtleties that make a human performance really you know, resonate with authenticity and, and skin realness. with pores, not rubber. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also just like, you know, people are kind of, there's like a little bit of a magic or a mystery to what makes us act right. and do the way things, the way we do. So it's why if you saw a computer a- animated version of, we'll just say Beyonce as example, if you see a computer animated mocap Beyonce, you're going to know that's eh, not quite Beyonce. Mm. Even if they get it almost, uh, there's always just, there's just something about that life and humanity and those micro expressions that are lost. Whereas volumetric video done at Metastage carries with it the, all of the the little things that make Beyonce Beyonce, and it's the closest thing to the real thing um, I think that exists so far. You know. Well, also an, an, another 
very important thing, if we're going to have that type of realism, is going to be the sound. I mean, especially somebody like, like Beyonce. We hear sounds behind, above, all around. How do you um, ensure to where the talent can do their thing and you also capture the sound, not just the image? That's a great question. So, so one of the things when we launched Metastage was, you know, I wanted to take the audio just as seriously as the video. Yeah. And, and we worked closely with Echo VR, which is Joel and Ben, uh, which is a, an immersive audio specialist company. And I approached them when we were launching Metastage stage I said how can we how can we bring the the audio to like the volumetric quality of the, right. of the visuals and so with Sennheiser um, we developed a system for uh, basically volumetric audio where we have eight sh- Sennheiser shotgun mics in a circle around the performer uh-huh. and so and, and let's be honest, if you're, let's say we're doing a yoga capture, for instance, you can't hide a lavalier no. in a yoga suit when no. you're capturing from all directions. You're going to see the pack. It's going to be weird. So what this allows us to do is that performer can move around the space speaking as they normally would. We pick up the strongest track from any one of those eight shotgun mics, and then we're able mm-hmm. to synthesize it into what sounds like a mono a mono track like they were booted. Sure. And so it, it's, it's important. And then when it's deployed in the final experience, Unlike kind of creating a VR experience where you want to place the audio in all these different areas, what we're really trying to recreate is just the authenticity of the sound coming from the person. Mm-hmm. So it just want, it just needs to sound like you're actually talking to me and that it's placed you know with you inside that experience. Now, when you are dealing with your customers who happen to be studios, producers, basically people with budget mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> who want to do cool things, what's some of the education process that you go through to say these are some of the affordances today that volumetric capture can do really well, but don't push too far past the sandbox. Sure. Uh, wait, wait until next year or something. Sure. So the biggest limitations at the moment that you have to take into consideration for your creative vision is that all of the action needs to take place inside of an eight-foot diameter circle. We can capture up to three people at the same time, okay. but all the, all the action needs to happen inside that eight-foot circle. Uh, the next thing is that there are certain, you know, we're trying to get, we're basically working with camera data that's coming, you know, like you said, in this globe facing in at the performer. And so making sure that everything can be seen by all the cameras is one of the most important uh-huh. aspects. So we can't do like, for instance, a sombrero, because what's going to happen is that long brim is going to, it's going to occlude some of the cameras from getting underneath and you're going to lose some of that, that facial data that you need. So we can do hats, but hats with brims are, are not recommended. Uh, nothing that is shiny, too shiny. Although I will say we have a kind of mantra at MetaStage, which is just test. When in yeah, doubt, yeah, just yeah. test. <laughs> because because wh- it's one of these things where you always say, okay, you can't do reflective surfaces. But we're about to uh, debut a piece in a couple weeks where the performer is wearing a very shiny jacket and it came out looking beautiful. So <laughs> a, when liber- a Liberace biopic. Yes. yes. So <laughs> when in doubt, test. And then uh, our stage is green, so we recommend don't wear anything green or it's just uh. <laughs> you're going like, to be losing <laughs> chunks of data in your arm, your stomach, or wherever you happen to be wearing green. Uh, so those are the big ones. And then, and then hair. So because we're working with a mesh-based hologram, it's mm. looking for geometry. And if it's too thin, it, it doesn't quite know how to recognize that geometry. And so let's say you have a, a hair, a, a strand of hair dangling in your face. It's going to try to attach it to your chin or to your you know, temple. Oh. It, it will start to look not correct. And so that's, I would say, above all, that is probably the biggest um, creative you know, consult aspect of that we have to dig into, especially if they have long hair is like, do we want to put it in a braid? Do we want to put it in a bun? Um, Or can we get it into a geometric enough shape and, and limit the movement that it's not going to 
take away from the authenticity of the capture. Got it. Okay, so if that's on how you're actually doing a lot of the creation and the production work, how about uh, the narrative side? I mean, when, when, when people say, hey, we're interested in a story, not about frogs because they're green, but yeah. we're, inter we're interested in bringing in this kind of reptilian character who's going to be interacting with another. Well, what, what, well, do you tell, what do you tell them? To jump in there, I don't think they would be talking to Metastage for that because, because what we really specialize in is human capture and also animals, believe it or not. Anything that's like an organic, dynamic, moving object that traditionally is hard to well, capture authenticity. Well, what about animals with a lot of hair? Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've done a lot of dogs, believe it or not. Okay. And uh, the ones that have super fluffy coats, do you, you, it's a little, you get a little bit more artifacting in their okay. coat. But I've had people t say that still seeing the dog move authentically, breathe authentically, they're willing, in certain cases, they're willing to accept some of the, you know, artifacting around the fluffiness in exchange for the naturalness of, of action that, that they're getting. Um, mm -hmm. so, so more often when people come to MetaStage, it's because they're doing some kind of an immersive project and, on, and only the real person will do. You're capturing a notable figure, a, a, an, okay. e an expert, a master in their field, you know, and, and you don't want to do an animated or cartoon version of them. You want the right, real thing. Right. So you come to MetaStage, and, and at that point, you know, it's, it's really quite, quite straightforward. You know, you go out on the stage and... You know, you begin to do, you just say action, the performance happens, cut, you can do as many takes as you want. We keep, you know, accurate, uh, we keep a detailed notes on your selects and your safeties throughout the day. And okay. then at the end of the day, you can review them and decide what is the take you like the best. Right. You give us the time codes and we render out a three-dimensional hologram, if you want to call it that, of, of what transpired live on that stage. Now, right now, we've been talking about the, the entertainment industry, the creative endeavors. What other industries do you see uh, being able to take advantage of these types of capabilities? So anything where it's compelling in real life to be with a real person, I think translates to volumetric capture and, and augmented reality distribution. So the use cases, I would say, are broad and, and pretty much across the board. What we've seen since we launched MetaStage, which was in August of 2018, right. is a lot of interest in the area of sports, music, mm -hmm. and healthcare. Those were the three areas that we've done a lot of repeat business, and I would say spe especially music and, and sports. Right. Uh, I think there's a, an obvious reason for that. You know, mm. first of all, for sports, I mean, being able to see the full body of the athlete is very interesting, and mm. being able to stand next to them and see the way they move their shoulders and that kind of thing. Um, so it makes a lot of sense for that. And then for music, people are always trying to get closer to their favorite performers, be able to experience their songs in new, in new and compelling ways. And so being able to give the you know, illusion of a concert experience and, and be able to bring that into someone's living room is, is really interesting. Yeah, especially with sports, because I'm an NBA fan. I go see Trailblazer games all the time. And you can tell people at their first basketball game, they've been watching it, they've been watching it on the TV the whole time, but then they, they actually see the athletes and they're, they're like, holy, you know, insert expletive here. I didn't realize they were that big. Yeah. You know, yeah. They, they, they people are huge. They can take my whole, you know, put their hand over my whole head. Yeah. Um, when you're when you're thinking about these new industries and uh, what you know what MetaStage is uh, is offering, what's what's some of the emotional kick that you see with clients where the first time they're like, I didn't realize you could do that. I <laughs> mean, I we've never had somebody come in who looked at the you know, three-dimensional rendering or hologram of themselves and not have kind of their jaw on the floor afterwards. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's amazingly cool. And it, it's also serving as 
in some ways almost a, digi a new kind of digital archiving of these public people, mm -hmm. these famous figures, you know, getting to see, I mean, we haven't done LeBron, but I'll use him as an example, sure. getting to see LeBron James do his signature move, capturing it from every angle with the authenticity of, of, the, real, of the real experience. Now, you know, two generations from now, people will be able to stand next to LeBron and see the real thing. Um, yep. So, so it, as we kind of move forward with, and especially as augmented reality becomes more of, of a standard way of embracing digital media, then I, I'm excited about, you know, helping contribute to that digital archive of the most interesting people who are alive on our planet. Outstanding. Okay. So last thing is let's talk about someone who's a creative who wants to work with you and someone who's a technologist who wants to work with you. Mm -hmm. What are some of the doors they need to walk through to, uh, to, to be able to t first understand and take most advantage of volumetric capture? And then are there some specific literacies that you would advise? I mean, do they need to go on Udacity and take a deep learning course or, or something like that? Well, you know, I think if the first thing to, like, I'm sure other people have mentioned it, but you know, figure out why you want to use this particular medium to yeah. tell the story you want to tell. Um, and if you're interested in AR, there's going to be a certain approach to production. And if you're going to do VR, there's a different right. approach. In general, I think if you're creative, it's important to remember that it's not like film where you can easily edit these together. There, you know, there are yeah. tools to blend. Let's say like a performer goes out and they nail the first minute, but then they kind of blow it. You can't really have them pick up where they left off because you'll need to somehow blend those two captures together right. to create a seamless performance. And the tools are getting better for that, but it's not, it won't, I still think a layman will be able to see that there was an edit there. Mm. And so for the most part, performances need to be done in a take. And so you need to either figure out how to tell your story with manageable takes that are in terms of lengths yeah. that your performers don't, aren't asked to do a super long take perfect from beginning to end or get performers that can, yeah. can nail it. <laughs> uh, so that would be the first thing. And then for technologists, I mean, they actually kind of love this tech because if you're used to doing anything that requires a lot of VFX, this is like the opposite. We put all that energy into making sure the production elements are, are sound mm. so that when we render out the, the 3D asset for you, all you need to do is drag and drop it into Game Engine. So there we go. for them, it's super easy. And uh, I encourage anybody who's interested, uh, you can contact the MetaStage team at team at metastage.com. We have a dev kit and some demo assets. You can start to play with volumetric captures and, and learn about the workflow. And then uh, la lastly, because I'm coming from Redmond, I'm five minutes away from Microsoft head headquarters. How did you get connected uh, with them? Did you just say, I want to do this kind of stage, and you seem to have the, the most kit? Right? So, so Microsoft, as I said, has been developing the tech for eight years, and wow. but they're not a production organization. They, they do have a... They'll a, be the first to tell you, too. They, they do have a small production team inside of the greater Microsoft ecosystem, and we deal with that team a lot. They, they're, in some ways, like our technical uh, like backup you mm -hmm. know, and when we have questions and stuff. But they realized, if, meanwhile, like, as volumetric capture was getting more... Uh, notoriety and, and more heat, there were inferior tech stacks that were getting more hype because they just had access to more of the productions and the create the produ producers and creators. And so one of the initiatives was we need to commercialize this by aligning with production organizations. And um, Metastage had the team that they were willing to to partner with to usher it into into the world, and so we were lucky. We were the f we're the first and currently only U.S. partner commercializing hmm. this this particular software and technology. Um, and 
Yeah, I, I sometimes pinch myself. It's a really amazing no, opportunity. No, no. It, <laughs> is, it is. Okay, so lastly, how do people find you? Uh, well, you can go to metastage.com. You can find us as, uh, on Twitter and Facebook as MetastageXR or on Instagram as just Metastage. Uh, and then if you want to reach out and contact us directly, team at metastage.com. Okay, so Christina Heller, CEO of Metastage, thank you very much for speaking with us today. Thanks, John. All right, excellent.